Welcome, New Life Church. I am Brian, the online campus pastor here at the New Life Church Network, and I'm super excited to have you guys joining me tonight for a great live discussion. It's going to be incredible. Uh, We uh, have an uh, online campus mantra here, though, that I want you to take to heart and do right here, right now, and that's invite and engage. Invite someone to the stream right now by tagging them in a comment uh, or sharing this video. There's a bunch of different ways that you can do that. And then engage with what's going on. If there's a question asked or something that sticks out to you, make sure that you engage by commenting in the comment section. We're going to be interacting with you in the comments uh, as well. And so uh, please invite and engage. It's huge for our online campus. It drives uh, the Facebook algorithm to send it to even more people when there's more engagement and more inviting going on. And so by doing those two things, you are actually spreading the good news of Jesus to our online community. And that's something that I think is awesome. Listen, before we get in uh, into it tonight, uh, a couple things that you guys should be aware of. If you would like to give to the ministries of New Life, you can do that online at our website, newlifeca.church slash give, or you can text the word online to 209-647-3878 and give an offering to New Life that way. Uh, listen, we got a special guest tonight. She is no... Uh, what's no newbie to the online campus. She's been here many, many times. We have Kyler, our Manteca assistant campus pastor here with us tonight. Why don't you greet the people? Hello. It's good. I wish I could see you, but you can see me. I'm just so excited to be here. I'm ready. Yes, yes. And uh, I'm going to try this split. Oh, I had it split, but we're split the wrong way. We're looking away from each other. Let's try. Boom. Hey, we're looking at each other. (laughs) Would you look at that? Um, Why don't you let everyone know what's been going on in your life recently? Uh, Anything, any life changes, anything going on there? I was telling Pastor Brian right before this, whenever somebody tries to like tell me to introduce myself or say something about myself, I'm always like, I never know what to say. But I'm Kyler. I am 24 and... And stuff that's going on that's new, well, the Manteca campus. So I'm pretty juiced about that. It's been a few weeks, and um, we're we're really having a lot of fun at Manteca. And um, I'm really excited to see it grow and thrive and um, reach more people for Jesus. Absolutely. it's It's been going really well. I know uh, I'm part of the, sorry, I'm changing little angles here. Look at that. Oh, Kyler's moving. There we go. But it's me. I go out of shot when I'm going to call that good. Hopefully that's good with you guys at home. Um, the setup team's doing really good. We have moved back from starting at 8 a.m. to 8.20 a.m. And I know on. that they are very excited about those extra 20 minutes. 20 minutes, it makes or breaks you. It makes or breaks you. That is so true. Well, um, we talked, uh, we're, we're going to go through this week's worksheet, which uh, if you have listened to the message, you know that at the end of it, we talked about how every week there's going to be a worksheet for you to go through, a uh, discussion guide, uh, because just so you know how we do things here at our church network, we have all of our ministries uh, cover the same material every week. So that means that what you hear during a gathering, whether at one of our physical campuses or our online campus, is the same material that your kids are learning at Kids University. And so you can go home and talk about everything that you've been learning. It's really, really cool. Um, And so we want to go over this with you for, uh, you know, 
this can be your time to go over it with your family. Uh, this can be like, we are, I already went over it with my family. And so I want to, you know, these are the things that stuck out to us as a family. And I'm going to put them in the online campus so I can throw some thoughts out to the people that are there. We, we want you to know what's, uh, we want to know what discussions you guys have been having at home. So put them in the comment section. But we wanted to start with uh, the kind of icebreaker question that was at the, the top of the sheet. And that was this. It's, what's the nastiest thing you've ever eaten? And I want to start with Pastor Kyler here. What is the nastiest thing you've ever eaten? And think about what your answer is and put it in the comment section. Well... Um, as some of you know, I went to culinary school for two years in high school and um, I was really excited about trying new things and, you know, venturing out because I'm definitely not somebody who ventures out with food very much. It's like mac and cheese and call it good. Um, but <laughs> but uh, we, my family and I went on a cruise um, to Ensenada and we had, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're bringing up some memories here. <laughs> and it was a ton of fun. But if you know anything about cruises, apparently you just like it. All the food that you get is already paid for because of like your ticket or however that works. I don't know. You prepay it. Yeah. So you just get all you can eat and you just keep eating. So I was really excited to try something new because they had frog legs on the menu. And I was like... I have to do it. I got to try it so I can go back to school and tell my chef, like, I did it, right? I was so excited. So frog legs, it was disgusting. I could have told you that. It was so bad, but I tried it, and I can say I did it. I can't say it was the nastiest thing I've ever eaten, and I don't know if this was the cause, but that same cruise, <laughs> I decided the last meal that we had that I was going to have two chocolate cakes. <laughs> because they were so good and I had only had one per time that and I was like but this is the last one we got to make it happen and I got deathly ill on the way home and I'm thinking it was that extra chocolate cake I, I don't know but uh, we didn't fly back from LA we drove back and there was that was uh, the same time when uh, it might have been just the previous one, but there was uh, a landslide that closed down the grapevine. I forgot about that. And we had to go on a backroads highway, and we were going to cut over on this highway. And apparently, there was some chemical spill down yep. that highway, so we had to find the back way of the back way. And here I am, being like, <laughs> "Lord Jesus, I need a bathroom right now." And uh, oh man, that it was took terrible. Us Twelve hours. Uh, to drive home from LA and it should have only taken five or six and I was so <laughs> sick so that's not necessarily the nastiest thing I've eaten but that's just a memory that you brought up from that cruise it was just the nastiest thing I've eaten I don't know I mean I licked the bottom like the floor of a bus when I was a kid it's probably why I don't get sick very why? often. Why? Just what you do as <laughs> a boy um, but that, I guess that's not really eating it uh just the thing that really gets me is scallop potatoes. Mm, I, that's probably like low on the radar of people when they think of this question, like nastiest thing you've ever eaten. But like my body rejects scallop potatoes. Like I can't swallow it. It's just, you know, I just, 
it's I can't I don't know what it's the taste it's the texture it's all of it that's uh, just that, I would classify that as the nastiest thing I've ever eaten but what is the nastiest thing you guys have ever eaten we'd love to know in the comments we'll be responding to to those when this this video goes live but let's get into uh, this week's discussion um, the reason we talked about nastiest things we've ever eaten is because we're talking a little bit about John the Baptist tonight and it's very clear in the Bible the man ate some weird stuff right locusts and bugs and all stuff types of stuff we wouldn't think about eating now but uh, so it's kind of cool to think about that but from this week's message because um, you got to hear it more than once right and you're on staff so you got to hear it many, multiple times over the weekend was there anything from the message that changed the way that you think about God and keep in mind you guys at home you can answer these questions in the comments as well in fact it's it would be best if you would answer these as well but we want to hear from you Pastor Kyler what uh um, when Pastor Troy said, um, just because God is silent doesn't mean he's absent, um, that really stood out to me. Because I think a lot of the time um, when I'm praying and I don't feel like I hear from God, um, it could just be that I'm not listening. I know that that's a big thing, um, but he's it's hard not to feel alone when that happens, but being reminded that he's not absent in those times of silence, that really stood out to me. That really changed my perspective a little bit. Was there like a, like did your mind have a call back to a certain memory that you could think of that you're like, I could see how he really was there during that when I thought he wasn't because he was being silent. I don't think there's any one time. I think it's happened a lot. Um, So, yeah. Um, I, I like that one so much that I made a clip of it and posted it on Facebook oh. yesterday. Um, you know, just, and it, it was slightly different. You know, just because you feel like you can't hear God doesn't mean that He can't hear you. Wow. And, uh, you know, so a lot of times I think there's a lot of people who, especially when they get into like a moment of, uh, like some dire situation or something, like some health crisis or something, uh, all of a sudden their relationship with God is taken to the next level because they want to talk to him so much because they want God to handle what's going on. Mm-hmm. And when God doesn't immediately speak or immediately fix the problem, and I think a lot of people have been in this situation that we feel like he just doesn't care. Um, we don't, and since we don't understand it, we get angry, we get upset, yeah. and we're like, God, this seems like the logical way to handle this. Why aren't you doing it in the way that I see logically? Um, so why, why do you think that um, God doesn't always intervene the way that we think he should? And is, is there a time that that's happened in your life? I'm, I mean, sure there is. Everyone's had that. I'm sure there is. Um, why do you think God doesn't? Okay. Well... Because our timing isn't perfect. I think a lot of the time I always think like this would have been the perfect opportunity yeah. for, for God to do something. or um, But um, it's not. <laughs> I mean, I'm not God, so I don't know. Yeah. But I know that God's timing is always perfect. So I think that's why he doesn't intervene when we think he should. Yeah, Like I know recently you guys moved, you and David moved. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like a, oh, we get to move type thing. It was right. like a oh we gotta move (laughs) we need to find somewhere and I know that there was probably some times during that it wasn't a very long period of time but I assume you had some times where like 
God, what are we, what are we going to do? What are we yeah. going to do? And he probably didn't answer right away. And how that did was, that feel? That was just a one month um, timeline between like when we found out, I guess a little over a month, when we found out we have to move and um, when we like moved into our new home. And uh, I was so scared. And I know it's like, oh, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has you know, enough worries. And I was just, I was trying to be a Christian and remember that, but I was so scared. I was like, we're going to be homeless and I'm so scared. We're going to have to live with my parents. And like, there was just... Your parents were scared. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much fear going on in me. And so, um, but leaning on God and I'm not saying I'm perfect but um, leaning on God during that time like whoo I don't I don't know what we would have done if God didn't come in at the perfect time and um, connect did, right? right he did yeah. and connect those dots so and I think your home now is I mean obviously I don't live there but to me from the outside perspective it seems like it's a much better fit for you guys it than is. the previous one was it, yes it is uh, we loved our old home that was our first home just the two of us but yeah our, our new home now is uh, you know better bigger perfect for us so. yeah, and you have a dog park right across the street we do it's dog. wonderful yeah, amazing amazing and I, and I just think like in terms of when I think of that question like why does why doesn't God always intervene when or even how we think he should I think that we have such a short-sightedness to us you know uh, you know the Bible talks about how our life is just like a puff of vapor right here one moment gone the next uh, we feel like we have all of this experience and, and life knowledge and wisdom because of what we've been through and as you get older I think it gets worse right because you feel that way um, but in terms of us versus God, we haven't been here very long at all. He's seen everything that's ever happened, and he knows how things play out, right? And so while he sees the big perspective, we don't always see that. And we get stuck in this bottom perspective that says, you know, God, if you don't handle it this way, because this is what I perceive as the best thing for me and for the people around me, then I am just not going to follow you. I just, I'm not going to believe you because you are going about this a stupid way. Um, and I think that a lot of people, I'm not trying to step on any toes, but I think a lot of people get that way. Yeah. Um, it's almost like an inflated, we don't even, we don't want to say it, but like an inflated self-ego, right? A lot of us, I think, have an ego problem. We wouldn't even know we have an ego problem. We mm -hmm. just think we know what's best and we go for it. Cause sometimes when you think of like a solution, you're stuck on that. And that's yeah. the only solution. Um, yep. There's no other, like that's it. And that's not the case. Yeah, because yeah, especially when you're in like emergency situations or um, not necessarily like emergency, but like your loved one or something is going through a health crisis. Um, you can be like, you could feel like there's not much time. We have to do this. Uh, I'm just going to make this decision because in this moment, it feels like the exact right thing. It's got to be this way. There's no other alternatives. And, you know, God's not sitting back there going like oh man what are we gonna do what are we gonna do? he's not right, freaking right. out he's like i know what's going on you know and um being a parent i i see the um advantage to being that way you know we don't want to be the parent that's like your kid's freaking out and you're freaking out with them and you know their emotions are rising and your emotions are rising because it's just going to make it worse and worse and worse but if you could be the one who's outside of the situation mm -hmm. calm we're going to figure this out. 
everything's okay. And uh, I, I can speak to that because that was like last night <laughs> in our family. Uh, my daughter woke up every hour, two hours, freaking out that there was spiders that were going to bite her. Um, and it didn't really matter how many times I told her, you know, we have a guy named Todd from Take Care Termite who comes out and sprays around the house mm-hmm. every two weeks. There ain't no spiders that are going to be in it. She doesn't care, right? Right. But, you know, I can't, like, she's freaking out and not going to sleep. I can be like, you just got to go to sleep, all right? Get in your bed. Like, that's my heightened emotions aren't going to help her heightened emotions. She doesn't know how to deal with her emotions. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to deal with our situations. It's We're true. like kids. Right, we're, we're literally the Bible says we are God's kids. Right, we just got to trust our heavenly Father that He knows what's best and He stays calm and and He knows the best way out of it. Um, yeah, so God doesn't always intervene the way He wants it or the way we want Him to because we're stupid. <laughs> we're dumb. Yep. We don't know everything, and that's that's okay. Uh, one of the the verses that uh, Pastor Troy wanted us to go over this week is found in Matthew 11, verses 2 through 6. And uh, let me read that to you guys at home. It says this, it says, John the Baptist, who was in prison, heard about all the things the Messiah was doing. So he sent his disciples to ask Jesus, are you the Messiah we've been expecting? Or should we keep looking for someone else? Jesus told them, go back to John and tell him what you have heard and seen. The blind see, the lame walk, those with leprosy are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised to life, and the good news is being preached to the poor. And he added, God blesses those who do not fall away because of me. Um, And so John, that was like the purpose of his life up until that point, right, was like proclaiming the coming of the Messiah. That was like what he was doing. And so um, I would assume, because John is human that he had like these grand visions of the what the coming of the Messiah looked like and what the experience would be like. Do you do you think that uh, John the Baptist's desires will, were ultimately fulfilled by by Jesus? From his perspective, how do you think that whole situation was? I don't know. I would have you know big big dreams about that and um it doesn't seem like it was as big and elaborate as he wanted it to be or as he thought it might be so oh i don't know (laughs) yeah i could like i could see the uh jesus's entrance into the scene wasn't like a big grandiose thing Mm -hmm. right um it's not like a I am the Messiah type thing, right? right. Um, it's kind of like, maybe you guys have seen it as well. I won't, no spoilers, okay, no spoilers. But me and Trin went and watched uh, the newest Doctor Strange movie because I'm really into Marvel. Love superheroes. My son does too. And I had probably, as I'm looking at it, impossibly high expectations <laughs> from this movie. Um, and um, it, the, the movie wasn't terrible, but it did not live up to my expectations. And I I think, um, you know, we only know so much about John the Baptist and everything. And obviously he didn't live very long beyond this point. You know, his head was literally chopped off, right? Um, but I think that ultimately, yeah, I think ultimately uh, his desires were fulfilled by Jesus because by the end of it, Jesus was, he was 
doing all these crazy, incredible things like he was talking about, healing the blind, healing yeah. the lame, sick people were going, uh, getting healed after, you know, the lady was bleeding for 12 years and all of a sudden she wasn't just because she touched him. Yeah. Um, I think that all, while although the, the entrance of Jesus might not have met people's expectations of what they thought might happen, I think that by the end of it, there was no doubt, there could be no doubt that, like, Jesus is the Messiah that John had been preaching this whole time. I agree. Um, and then in Proverbs, it says this. It says, you can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. You can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose mm. will prevail. What does that mean to you? In fact, I'll leave it on the screen, too, so you can think about it. I am a planner, so... What? That- <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so that verse just almost irritates me but it's also relieving Mm. it irritates me because like it's like well go ahead and make your plans but we'll see you know um but then it's also like well just because i make the plans like it's it's not my will so yeah it's like well it's all gonna happen how god said it would or uh you know so so that's relieving to me that even though I'm a planner um, it's going to happen the way God makes it happen you know it's true because um, I think I know your heart your your heart is that the Lord's purpose would prevail right, right? our heart at this church is that God's will would be done whatever yes. that is and um, but we are also very we plan ahead as a church you know we have events planned throughout the whole year we talk about things coming up next year um you know it's not just like pastor trey willy-nilly decides let's launch three campuses this year you know these things are well thought out and stuff like that and we make a whole lot of plans and and most of the time god is like yes that's it Um, but there's been a few times it's like not yet not on that and it can be frustrating because it's like, ah, I poured all this time and effort into this and it's it, it's perfectly planned. It's going to go so well. And But God, he knows, right? Yeah. And so we think, you know, I, I just think of uh, all the people who are, for some reason, God has just put like healing on my mind tonight. People waiting for healing or, you know, um, God's will. It's probably not something that some people want to hear, but God's will might not be that you get healed from that quickly or that you even get healed from that at all. Um, God might see something in the journey that you're going through that is going to help you, it's going to help your family, it's going to help your friends and the people that are around you. So you just got to ask yourself, God, what is it that you want to do through this? Um, Because whatever it is, I'm game. No matter how much it hurts, I'm game. You know, and that's a a difficult prayer to pray because... You have to lay down control because it's like wait 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 no 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 never mind never mind I want I want this you know I want this um, you gotta open yourself up to what God has for you um, is there a time that you can think of that you gave up control to God and you internally were like no 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 I don't want that anymore and obviously it's not that way anymore but um now. Um, I was diagnosed with celiac disease uh, just at the beginning of the year. And even though that's not like a super terrifying diagnosis, like I know a lot of things can be, um, it's still a very difficult um, thing to switch 
it means you know going gluten free completely um and so that has been really difficult especially with like eating out with my family and stuff I have to be super careful and everything yeah. anyways um that is one thing that I've been like um you know God heal me God heal me or uh whatever you want to do through this help me to see it help me to you know have a good attitude about it and everything but then um I feel like I'm trying to give God the control back but um I it's kind of day to day it's like well wait 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 (laughs) but then the next day it'll be like no it's yours and then but I don't want to keep taking it back so so when you say uh it's probably not like that anymore I'm trying (laughs) but that's one thing that's really difficult right now have there been any benefits that you didn't think that would be there that you've seen through this I do feel like um, my relationship with God is even closer um, because of, you know, all the conversations I've had with him. So um, not to say that I wasn't, you know, praying beforehand, but um, now I feel like it's even closer. Yeah. Did you feel like when you were given that diagnosis, um, because I know like for me, obviously I'm not in that position, but like I... theorize if I was in that position I would really struggle Mm because I love apparently love gluten (laughs) me too Um, and I'm just like would I do it you know and I would love to say yes I would you know my kids need me my wife needs me but I also like bread (laughs) Um, how has how have you seen your self control grow through this has it you feel like yeah um yeah um even just with eating like I feel like that's kind of the big thing you know with this specific thing but um I can sit down at a table and you know um there's you know chips that I can't have like chips and salsa or um you know bread or something that comes beforehand and it's like well it's there but my meals are coming (laughs) so I can wait that way so you know I know that's really small but um that (laughs) you feel like that self-control has spilled into other areas of your life Hmm. perhaps I can't think of anything right now but I just think, you know, God is obviously using it for something. And then, mm-hmm. well, a big benefit is eating well. But another big benefit, I would assume, is, you know, learning self-control and how to manage your emotions versus what you know you need and what, right. no, what you can't have and stuff like that. That probably, I would assume, bleeds over into other areas of your life. And it's going to help your marriage. It's going to help your future kids. It's going to help everything. Um, and so... You know, it's good knowing that this isn't like a meaningless thing that you're going through, but it's actually growing you, right? And I'm sure that there's people at home that you're going through something that you feel like probably doesn't have a purpose, but I'm telling you that there are hidden purposes behind everything, that God has a purpose and a plan. Just like you said, Jeremiah 29, 11, right? He has a, a plan for us to give us a hope and a future. And so when we can't see that, we have to just trust that he knows what he's doing, that he's going to live up to that promise. Yeah. Um, 
But I wanted to, before we dismiss you guys tonight, I wanted to give you guys something practical that you guys can do at home so it's not just like, oh, we had a good conversation tonight and we learned some stuff, but something that you can actually do. Um, and here is your homework assignment, if you will, for, your, for the week. And I just want you to write down something. I want you to physically write it down um, that y- you need to stop trying to understand and just trust God with. So one thing, write it down, um, something that you need to stop trying to understand and just trust God with. And then I want you to commit time daily after you've written that to pray over that thing and see what God does in your life, right? Easy homework assignment. Uh, It doesn't have to be a long thing, but write down something that you need to stop trying to understand and just trust God with and then pray about that thing every single day and let's see what God does in your life. Well, Kyler, would you mind uh, would you mind praying over us tonight? Sure. Jesus, we don't always understand you, um, but we won't always trust you. So will you increase our faith and trust in you? And thank you for sharing in our pain on the cross. You're good, and God help us to really give that trust to you. Yeah. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Well, uh, to... We talk about prayer a whole lot in these last couple minutes. Tonight we have nightly prayer at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Facebook. Join your uh, New Life Church family, our whole network together at that time for a few short minutes of prayer, praying over the needs of our church network. And if you have a prayer request, go to our website, newlifec.church slash prayer, and submit your prayer request there. Or you can submit it in the comments as well, and we'll uh, check up on those. Um, But... Tyler, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It was a a pleasure having you. You always have such great insight and wisdom. I know we'll have you back here again. Um, But until next time, guys, I want to read one more scripture to you, and that is Matthew 6.33. I hope it blesses you. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. That is a very simple and straightforward verse. I don't even have to explain it to you. So I hope that blesses you and where you're at in life right now. All right, guys, we'll see you at 8 p.m. for prayer.